You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. A better motor is the first step towards electric planes, by Jack Stewart. In a white and gray laboratory, where neat runs of orange cables on the walls provide a relief of color, a three-bladed propeller spins on the front of a Cessna Ironbird test frame. It's eerily quiet, free of the buzz you expect from a propeller-propelled aircraft just the whoosh of air like a ceiling fan spinning at full speed. It's slow at first, then faster, to the point that the blades blur out of vision and only the bright chrome center cone is visible, as engineers at the Magniex Systems Integration Laboratory on Australia's Gold Coast push the rig before powering it down to a silent stop. This is the start of airframe tests for a new motor, designed for the coming era of electric aviation. It's a 350-horsepower machine that weighs just 110 pounds. But MagniX's engineers focus on a different metric. We were able to achieve 5 kilowatts per kilogram, says CEO Roy Genzarski, about double the power-to-weight ratio of a Tesla motor. In a car, that balance is less important. At worst, a few extra pounds will add a bit of time to a 0-60 to 60 mile per hour sprint or knock a few miles off the car's range, but in a plane, the ongoing fight with gravity demands low weight coupled with high power. If a plane doesn't have the power-to-weight ratio that it needs, it simply won't take off, Genzarski says. It becomes a safety issue. And just as automakers are coming around to the idea of electric drivetrains being more efficient, quieter, and more flexible, the aerospace industry is doing the same. Companies like Zunum, Eviation, and even NASA with the new X-57 are all exploring the idea of replacing engines, and eventually jets, with electric motors. Aviation is a significant and growing global contributor to climate change. Flying accounts for 12% of U.S. transportation greenhouse gas emissions. Electric planes could run much more cleanly, using energy from renewable sources. They could also cut down on airlines' jet fuel bills, which can run up from 10 to 50% of their operating costs. MagniX was founded in 2009 as an R&D firm working on all electrical motors and has headquarters and another engineering facility in Redmond, Washington, to go with its Australian outpost. 
it recruited talent from Airbus, Boeing, Tesla, and Pratt & Whitney, and quickly decided that it didn't need to be limited to research. It could build what it takes to make these flying visions a reality. That meant tackling the bit that puts the plane in the air, which involves challenges beyond the power-to-weight issue. In a car, engineers can rely on air for at least some cooling effect, but that doesn't work at thousands of feet up, where the air is thin. So Magni-X had to design and integrate an oil-based liquid cooling system into its motor to get rid of excess heat. It's also had to design its machine to be able to meet the rigorous requirements that getting safety approved for flight entails, with a close eye on materials and structural integrity. Failing in midair is a lot more serious than breaking down on the side of the road. We haven't invented any materials, nor how an electric motor can work, but we've put together the combination of what materials to use and what configuration of coils, magnets, and liquid cooling to allow us to provide that power-to-weight ratio, Gonzarski says. The airframe tests, where the motor has been bolted into the place a fuel-belching engine would usually sit, in the chopped-off front of a Cessna, will run for over 1,000 hours. Engineers are taking readings on the way the motor behaves, the torque it develops, and the temperature it runs at, starting with gentle runs from 100 to 500 RPM. Next come endurance tests and runs that mirror how the motor would be used on a flight, with high power demand at takeoff, some climbing, cruising, and descent. Gensarski expects to move from the lab to real flight tests in about a year. At the same time, his team is working on a range of motors for other applications. Planes of the future might not have just one propeller at the front. They might have rows of motors and fans along the wings, or one pushing at the rear. Siemens, which is working with Airbus on the development of electric planes and electric vertical and takeoff machines, makes similar power-to-weight claims for its electric motors, and has already started demonstration flights in a small aerobatic airplane. But otherwise, Gensarski says he doesn't see many competitors, at least in the sky. The company is already working on a larger 750-horsepower motor, which could be a bolt-in replacement for a Pratt & Whitney PT-6 turboprop engine used on small planes like the Beach Queen Air. By figuring out the detailed engineering needed to make a motor for flight now, stands Magni-X in a good position to capitalize on a growing industry and provide a very real demonstration of at least one aspect of electric flight, a technology that still sounds just a little bit crazy. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.